welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 114. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas to talk about some more of the Mandalorian. Ignacio, we'll start with your apology. I was right. I, I did all they're rebuilding the Mandalorians. What do you have to say for yourself here? <laughs> Kyle, you know what? I would very much like your apology because I was very much right. If you, I don't know if you paid attention to IGN's Twitter feed, at least right after we published our episode, they came out with a piece saying exactly what I was saying, that the show had no, <laughs> it, it was going nowhere. And so it was like my somewhere. apology. <laughs> kind of. It's all good. Um, yes, we are here to talk about the second half of Mandalorian season three. Uh, I I am on the side that I liked this season a lot. Uh, I think it is the best of the three seasons that we've gotten so far. Wow. And by far. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, it was good. I'm still not like super high on this one i also just happened to watch the bad batch season two and mwah, chef's kiss that show is so good season two is amazing um but mandalorian ignacio so yeah you were then on the side that this season was just real slow how 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 has that progressed now into the second half of the mandalorian season three so first i'll start saying that it is my least favorite season. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. My problems, my problems with, the, with the first half of the season have been made public already. And so coming into the second half, I was for sure coming in very uninterested, very unmotivated to watch it. And I think it kind of has to do with Maybe I'm a little bit Star Wars fatigued at this point. Sure. I think we've we've gotten a little bit too many shows from Star Wars that feel very much the same. So I, I've always heard people talking about superhero fatigue and why we do not have fatigue with Marvel seeing as they come out with movies three times a year plus their shows. And I think that Marvel does it right by... Sure, those are superhero movies, but they are also movies in different genre, genres where yes. you get comedy, you get action, you get a, a, like a body cop movie, you get a, a spy movie, you get a straight up superhero movie. Secret Invasion will be very different from She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. So you get that on the Marvel side, whereas I think with the Star Wars, you had three seasons of The Mandalorian, you got The Book of Boba Fett, which slightly... Uh, uh, on the style, <laughs> those are those shows are very similar. Yeah. And then you got Andor, which is also very similar style-wise. Sure, it is a Would different setting. and Disagree with that one, but sure, continue. Sure, those are kind of different, but still in the same room. They're still very close. Sure, sure. one is yeah. a heist movie. The other one is a Western movie. But at the end of the day, those are, I don't know, Cousins, where whereas the other ones are different people, just as an example. And then you have Obi Wan, which sure it has a different type of plot, but still, it is shot similarly. It is similar action. 
it is very similar. And so I think that contributes to why I'm getting a little bit Star Wars fatigued and why I I wasn't very interested in actually keeping up with the season. I gotcha. Now talking about the last four episodes that we got, I think that those four are so much better than the previous four that we got. Where mm -hmm. you had a plot, you had you knew where you were going, and you went there. You gave me action, you gave me mystery, you gave me an adventure, and it was all very well. I still have problems with it, where I feel like the Moff Gideon, sorry, the plotline, came and went. For as big as Moff Gideon is as a villain, and how big he's shown in those two episodes, he just came and went. See, I, and, yeah, that's... I, that's my problem with it. I disagree. Like, I... I feel like the show, I mean, I, uh, again, what I mentioned last time uh, is that I felt because of the show's success, it's kind of been playing this slower game, this slower burn here. And we, we, we saw Moff Gideon a little bit in season one. We saw him a little bit more in season two. Uh, and no, we thought he was the antagonist of season two, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's he's kind of been the overarching antagonist. Um, well, can I like in the background? Yes. For season one, you only see him at the end, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. Whereas right. season two, he is very much exactly throughout the whole season. See, he's been like slowly being put more and more into the show. And here in by the end of this third season, that whole arc, that whole story arc kind of comes to a close um, with with him. Uh, you know, exploding in fire, which he didn't show a body, so I don't know. Nah. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I like what this show has been doing in general, but I definitely see the issue of kind of season to season. The show has kind of shifted what it is from from season to hey hey Hazen. Right, season one was like episode like problem of the week they go to a new yeah, planet kind of, a, a new town and yeah uh and then season two had a had more plot but still had that kind of episode of the week thing g g g going on uh and i feel like here in season three we we got the episode with lezo and jack Bellac. Uh, and then there was what was the one that we got here? I mean, we did. Uh, let me look up the episodes because we. I felt like there was kind of one. Got the, the attack of the pirates. One. Yeah, the pirates the... also kind of felt like that too. Um, but it, it it like I guess my point is that it felt like this season was more about the plot and less about these like every episode is a new little planet and you go to a new little town and there's someone new to be like oh go grogu he's so cute um and this one was more about like okay let's start rebuilding the mandalorians let's start introducing bo-katan crees to fans that haven't watched the cartoons all the dark saber stuff and that kind of comes to a culmination so it it worked it worked on me i think I liked this one 
a lot. Um, but I, I, I can understand where you're coming from, Ignacio. So in yeah, that, I, I will say you're not necessarily wrong at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, you are wrong. Not at all. I'm always right. Yeah, no, I you know, I disagree with a, with a lot that of with a lot about what you said. I think that the first half of the season doesn't really add much to the second half of the season. I I already explained my complaints where the first half felt a little bit like Mando going without a direction, except for the direction of hey, I want to go back to being a Mandalorian, but that to me, isn't that interesting. It, it isn't enough of a plot to actually sustain a season. And then by doing that, you reintroduce Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. But Kerbo only comes in at the second half of the season where now she has a purpose of building up the Mandalorians, which, again, going back to how disjointed this season feels, they had a whole episode about them taking a chunk of the planet. They wanted to rescue the planet so that they can have a place that they could call home. What happens next episode? Fuck that. We want our own planet. So that, that amounted to nothing. Well, sure, like, it amounted to them coming together and Bo-Katan. Well, they've now learned that the planet leader. is not cursed like they thought it was. So they can go back there. When they went back there, that's when they discovered Moff Gideon's base. We don't know if they will continue to be like, okay, now that he's gone, we, you know, we can continue clearing out the planet. But that was like that was the 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 thought for the long t- 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 time, right? The Mandalorians were so scattered because they thought their planet was cursed. Um, and when Din goes back there and discovers it's not, that's hope for, for the Mandalorians that, hey, like, maybe we don't need to live this, like, so, so, so scattered. Uh, and and we can actually start forming back up and becoming the proud warrior people that they used to be, right? No, I, um, I understand that as... as- an explanation to why it happens, but to me, it feels like how they are presenting the plot, the whole plot element of we are getting this place because we want a place to go home mm-hmm. now feels irrelevant because we got a we got a place. Oh, but no, fuck that. We, we want our own planet. So why did we even fight for for this place? And then. Going to the whole Moff Gideon thing here, Moff Gideon only became a thing at the last two episodes of this season. Sure, you get the mention of of the the episode where we where we see Coruscant, which having ended the the whole season, that felt like an an an, an unnecessary tangent. Yeah. But you, you got the mention of, hey, I work for Moff Gideon. That's a check for Moff Gideon. Go do the, uh, some other thing. Then you have the episode five, I think it is, where you have the the ex-rebel pilot, now New Republic pilot, 
mm-hmm. finding out that Moff Gideon might have escaped. That's a second reference. And then, second to last episode, we got Moff Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, all his present throughout episodes one through six, I believe. Yeah. And then and I, now we're told, hey, the last two episodes, Moff Gideon is the, the big bad. He says, hey, I want to combine Jedi, Mandalorian, and clones. Yes. What did that amount to? The clones game. As soon as we see the clones, the clones are dead now. Yeah, well, I mean, we, he got a cool suit. The the thing is that the that Star Wars as a whole has been kind of exploring this idea of of cloning, right? We got the sequel tr- tr- trilogy with all the clones of the Emperor. Uh, we got th- th- this. Like, we know that this is kind of why Moff Gideon wanted Grogu in the first. Place we weren't exactly sure, uh, but the end of this season confirmed it, right? That they wanted Grogu not to necessarily clone Grogu, but to somehow isolate the isolate ability the to use glory. the horse. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and put that in a super soldier's body. Um, so, I mean, I I was thinking over the course of these three seasons that they are trying to do this to help clone the Emperor. Uh, and we know that that's not the case. Um, I they shout out to the Bad Batch, uh, which season two specifically is also looking into cloning and what happened to the clones after Order 66 uh, and, and stuff like that. Um, so we've, we've, we've started to explore it in a lot of different patches. So I think, yeah, like it, as, as a whole, I think it's working and it's, it's, it's interesting for someone like me, but I can see if you're not up to, up to date with all of the cartoons, if you don't care, you're not watching them or you're not as like super into all of the, the Easter eggs and stuff like that, it might not hit. It might not land. Um, but I don't know. Like, I like I I enjoyed it, and I liked it. I'm also not like, fuck yeah, man, this was the best. Mando season three, best Star Wars ever, dude. Oh, um, you said your, it was your favorite season? <laughs> no. It, it's my <sighs> favorite of these three, yes, but... <laughs> I don't know, but, yeah. I... At the end, from what you're saying about the bad, I always say bad bitch, the bad batch. Uh, it, so that only makes uh, the the whole clone subplot nothing more than a glorified Easter egg. He no, mentions I mean... it once, we see them once, and they are dead. That's it. No build up, no payoff. It's just. The hey, buildup has been clones, there. We know right? from, from clones, season right? one that clones? that's that clones. that's why they wanted Garogu. They were experimenting on 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 him. We get the hints of that no in season two, <laughs> two that that was correct. Here we are in season three. That's confirmed at the end. He's wanting to make these cloned super soldiers. So it is cloning. Like the the. The New Republic is really interested in cloning technology, and that leads to once the First Order is in power, them cloning the the Emperor. And 
bringing him him back. It's not an Easter egg that it's in in here that that this is the general like direction so of They're of so the emperor and and the empire in the first order. But see, that's that's why I say it's nothing more than a glorified uh, glorified Easter egg. You're saying it's building up to the emperor. The emperor is not in the show, so it's basically building up to nothing. But we because know it's that building down up the road to he stump. comes back. So in it another does movie, build up to him. But as to what it, <laughs> what this show concerns, as to what this season concerns, it builds up to nothing. There's no payoff to that plotline. They just die before, like you said, they are dead before they can ever even draw their first breath. Right, those as ones fa- are as fast but as they came. Those aren't the only people working on cloning experiments out there. But Kyle, sure, there's someone somewhere out there in the galaxy also working with clones. I'm talking about this show and their treatment of clones. They, they are dead. They're done. Finished. Those like eight that we saw in that one room. Yeah. They're dead. Uh, the, the, the sure, there's someone, someone that... out there in in Camino, New Camino. I don't care. They are working <laughs> on something close. But yeah. God, as to what this show concerns, they're done. Yes, those those ones are Moff Gideon's exper- exper- experiment seems to be done. Um, like I said, we didn't see a body on him. And since he is working on clonings, how do we know that that wasn't a, a clone? Right. Um there is stuff like that. There's the 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 doctor that gave his his old TED talk over on Coruscant. Like he's still actively involved in this too. Is he? Um, yeah. Didn't he? Didn't, didn't they wipe his mind? Is 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 that what they did? That they erased his? Me, 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 she memories? fried his brain. We saw it. She yeah. fried his brain. <laughs> But I, she like, did, the did they, did they take away. that knowledge? Did, did they take that knowledge away from, from him so that he wouldn't they have it? And us, that the new Republican, they told us, "Hey, he said, no, you're gonna wipe wipe my mind. No, hey, we will we will only use it a little bit, and then they show the other girl crank it up to the to the very end. Sure. She fried his brain. Okay." <laughs> okay, sure, but again, still, it's going that's the nowhere. overarching direction of where There's the no galaxy is g- 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 going. If sure, you, if you can't see that, then you're not watching <laughs> Star Wars stuff right now. Um, uh, <laughs> it's what's happening in the galaxy. Cal, this is my overall problem with this season: is that they tried to go so many different ways and ended up going nowhere. Do you have? They wanted, hey, we all. want a redemption story for Dean. Mm-hmm. There you go. We wanted to bring Bo-Katan back. There you go. We wanted Bo-Katan uh, bring out the Mandalorians again. There you go. We want Moff Gideon to come back. There you go. All started. Yeah. All and, 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 and except for, for the Bo-Katan one, all done. No, the Mand- D- D- Mandalorians aren't back. Right in no, their, yeah, like I said, except for ongoing plot, yeah, except for Boketan's thing, the other ones are done. Mando already had his redemption at episode two. Uh, what was the other one? Moff Gideon came well, and went, sure, he's he's like 
back in the the children of they, the he brought watch. back he brought back uh Bo-Katan that time so now the only thing that's open they don't just is stop stop there there's still mandalorians scattered out Cal. there they're not a, a galactic power they're not back like oh yeah we okay. can get in another war with the je- 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 jedi here that stuff let happening. me ask you one thing mm-hmm. what's the plot of the season if you had to sum it up what's the overall plot of the season the overall plot of this season one is very much mando trying to protect grogu that's season right. one season two is mando having to deal with uh moff gideon what's season three about Season three is a continuation of the stuff that we have learned in season one and two. You said he was protecting Garogu. You're right. You need to ask why, which leads to Moff Gideon and his experiments. We see a little bit more of that in season two, right? Here we get the conclusion of that. This is we now know exactly what his experience experiment was just at the, old, at the final two episodes two episodes what's the season about yes so the third season specifically if you, i i can say is about two things it's about restoring the mandalorians to power as a well as the conclusion to moff gideon's story arc very simple those two things. So, two two episodes each, at best. No, this is yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, because we're t- talking in circles here. Um, but let me ask you this: one of my favorite scenes, despite me not actually really caring for much of what happens on Navarro, uh, I did like seeing them kick ass. Just like that action scene where they are this like paramilitary group kicking ass and taking this heady. Is 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 that something you would want to see more of down the down the road? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I like that episode in particular. I like them taking back back Navarro. <laughs> I'll call it how I want. Navarro. Sure, yeah. Uh I liked it. I liked seeing the Mandalorians fighting together. And I did like that that plot of we are two tribes. Let's come together. We have a plan. We have a goal. Let's go for it. I like that. Yeah. That's that was one of my favorite episodes of the season. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I I liked that a, a lot. I really hope we get more of that. Because that's that's who the Mandalorians are as a people. Like they are these elite warriors, and so if we can get them back to that status, I uh, I think that's fantastic. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You have you've have you seen Rebels? Nope. Have, have you watched that? No? I barely watched uh, Clone Wars. I thought so. Yeah. Um, so I, I also loved when we got the Easter egg of seeing Zeb in the, the little bar uh, that we got there. You know, um, there's the, there was that rebel pilot uh, that we, we got uh, in a c- couple of the episodes. Yeah. At um, the end, you, say, you 
Yeah, you see, you see, at the bar, you see all those helmets. Yeah, so the the rebel pilot, when we first meet him, and when he was first in the bar, there's that alien that comes to visit him. Um, that that is Zeb. He's one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels. Um, so it was fantastic to see him be like, "Hey, it's it's Zeb, voiced by Steve." balloon this is amazing um so yeah i i was excited about that because we've seen most of the cast of rebels in live action now we've seen zeb we've seen sabine we've seen hera we've seen chopper uh we we've we've seen we we've kind of seen um oh god now i'm blanking on the main dude ezra uh, we've seen him in a hologram, um, and the Ahsoka show seems to kind of be basically Star Wars Rebels season five. Um, so I, I just thought th- that stuff was was neat um, to 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 see him in in there. I, I do hope we get more of that. Um, but yeah, I like I I I liked where this season went i i I think i i i would like them to to keep retaking mandalore and keep like building up their their tribe and going on missions here and there i don't know how much we'll see of that that might get pushed back down into like the 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 c plot as now Mando goes out with Din Grogu is his no name. Um, well, didn't the I... showrunner? I think it was a showrunner say that now the Mandalorian is Bo-Katan, no longer uh, Din Djarin. I guess that's. I mean that that is I think one of the confusing things to me about the show is that everyone is just gonna refer to Din as the mandalorian or as mando even though they're all mandalorian yeah there is but, not I, but the i one mean that's that like the definitive article yeah but i think who the show is about i think that that's what he meant by saying that now bogatan is the mandalorian as it, it is now her show are you, are you saying she's gonna be the main character go 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 forward that's how i took it Interesting. I haven't really heard any of the, that, that stuff. And I think um, it makes sense by the end of the season, where Dean and Grogu, sure, they are still kind of active, but they are also kind of settled down. I, He's going to take all, the odd job here and there for the New Republic, whereas uh, Bogdan has a mission now. Yeah, I, I feel like we will get both of their stories. Um, st- I mean, because it's Gorogu, right? Like yeah. the sh- the show's success centers around him, right? They're they're not going to be like, all right, no, no more that that guy. Um, I I think like we saw in this season, Bo-Katan was like the second main character, and I think we will continue to see her uh, in live action a lot, um, which is good. I I, I think that's only a good thing that will help mature the show i'm not sure if that's the best way to 
put that, but just, like it, it, it makes for a little bit more complex of a show when you you have, you know, things happening over here, things happening over there. How does all of that come to gig together? Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I in, in, enjoyed what, what we got for sure. For sure. Um, and hopefully we find out a little bit more about what's happening with uh, what did the, that that I mean, who who knows if that doctor is actually like dead 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 or he's just been lobotomized or uh, I I don't oh, remember I her name the moth moth's former assistant which that also is just like spy went nowhere sure you can. She was in the the episode where we saw Coruscant. She was one of the mains of that episode. Okay. She is a double thing. agent. Yeah, yeah. Her whole thing about hey, I used to work for for the Empire, but now I'm reformed and all that. And then the treason at the end, and then she makes kind of a cameo when when uh, the planet is under attack, and she says, "Hey, they are not under our watch." So. Let's show them why they should be under us. And then the quote-unquote payoff was her talking to a droid, mm -hmm. then to Moff Gideon. Right, and yeah. That's it? That's her payoff? Well, that's, that's the thing. That's not the end of her, stru her story of what's happening there. Because we're also in the era where the First Order... It's not a thing yet, but it's coming to power. We saw Hux's... Yeah father i believe um wow. we, we we see hux in the sequel trilogy but if i'm not mistaken i think the one we see in the trilogy is his kid i yeah. think um Maybe so probably. like we are seeing the start of that we are seeing the start of the the re remnants of the empire turning into to the first order and coming to power and she is a part of that um, might not be a big role in the grand scheme of, of things, but I don't think like her like turning out to be a spy is necessarily the end of her story. There, and we're just not. And honestly, gonna I I feel that like that 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 whole thing we see with Moff Gideon and that council. I don't remember how he what he calls the council. The Shadow Council. The Shadow Council. Ooh. I feel that that could have been <laughs> that could have made for a better season. If they would have focused on that, on Moff Gideon actually working in the shadows to bring back what ends up being, not necessarily being back, but in that attempt of bringing back the Empire, ended up creating the new order with that shadow. shadow yeah. uh, well, I, I definitely think we will get more of that in season four and beyond uh if not into the ahsoka show because in they started to mention the imminent return of grand admiral theron who is or and will be the main antagonist of the ahsoka show. he was in rebels right yes that is where he he got his introduction um and a spoiler alert for that i guess at, at the end of that show he's kind of disappeared him and, and Ezra, we don't know exactly what happened. And so the fact that he it, like they know that he is returning and it's going to be happening soon. And then we know that it will eventually happen, um, I think is going to lead to some some interesting stuff. 
Um, yeah. So I'm excited for what's down the road. Uh, is there stuff we haven't really mentioned that you would love oh, yeah. to see more of down yeah. the, down the road? No, no, no. Something that we haven't mentioned necessarily yeah. that I want to yeah. see more down the road, but Planet Epcot, <laughs> basically Planet Epcot. Sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> man, that was wild. Uh, for sure, it was different from the previous episodes, but just getting all those cameos. You got yeah. Jack Black. Uh, Liso, right? Yep. You had uh, Christopher Lloyd yeah, as the security that guard. Was great. <laughs> you get the the return of the battle droids, which uh-huh. I love them. I love when when they go down and Mando starts messing with the battle droids on the other. Just like hey, <laughs> and I love that. So I I really enjoyed the episode, even though for the most part it kind of felt like a tangent. To something that was very unrelated to the plot, I still, I don't know. For some reason, I like the whole aesthetic of the of the place and just seeing Bo-Katan and and Dean Jaren working together on, on that mission. Yeah, I that one really felt the most like season one of the Mandalorian. Yeah, know, I mean, and that's not a bad thing, right? Like, I I, I liked season one of the Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, it was just these like, here's a one-off story about them over here on this planet. They get to solve some little mystery or help them out in some way. And I was just like, all right, that's cool. That's fun. Low and it had what I, Star Wars, good stuff. And it had what I liked from Star Wars when, when you get to see different planets and how different planets do different things where yeah. you, you get, of course, the the royals slash elected leaders in, in Jack Black and, and Liso. And then you see how they, that society has gone into depending on droids. They, yeah, they basically then one. let okay. themselves, themselves be replaced by droids and they do not want to leave. <laughs> they become the droids because they don't want to work anymore. And then you get the whole angle of the, on the droid side. Yeah. That, that bar scene where where the droid explains, "Hey, we want to work with you because humans gave us life, and we want a purpose. We do not want, we don't want humans to replace us. Uh, we want a purpose. We so uh, we will help you. I think that I I really enjoyed that scene, and so that's why I liked at the end of this episode because it showed us something different from this whole desolate." All these desolate planets that we've seen already. Yeah. If if you like that, again, The Bad Batch Season 2, highly recommend it. It's doing that same stuff, but for the clone troopers of just like, what happens when the war is now done? They've been decommissioned. Are they dealing with rapid aging? Like, who's fighting for their rights in the Senate? All that stuff. And it is... it it. Star Wars Bad Batch season two, I think, is now one of my favorite Star Wars pieces of media. Uh, and and is still my favorite. Uh, Rogue One is is up there. But now Bad Batch season two specifically is just like, wow, that was awesome. Um, yeah, but I haven't watched Rebels. And so with Bad Batch, you don't need to. 
it's it, there there will be a lot of good payoff if you if you have seen that stuff but it's not necessary to have watched the those to see the bad batch um but yeah yeah i i agree though that 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 scene in the bar with the droids was really good i do hope we get some more just different kind of planets where we get to see stuff like that of just like how how the empire affected it and how in its absence now what is that like um so yeah Mm -hmm. good stuff good stuff that's all about that's about all i have to say on uh the mandalorian season three um again do you have any kind of final thoughts that you want to add on to this Eh, not much. I already said what I had to say. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, we will wrap things up right there. Then, Ignacio, where can the people find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter at IgnacioRojasB. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. There you go. Uh, if you guys would like to stay up to date with me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to follow all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all that. If you're watching this over on YouTube, we got some more videos right over there uh, for you all to check out. Uh, But yeah, this has been our reaction to Mandalorian Season 3. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.